summer in. They say I'm crazy when I'm about to go dumb again. They ain't see me cause I pulled up in my other bins. Last week I was in my other other bins. Throw your diamonds up, could we in What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Columbus Ecommerce Podcast. I'm Myron. I'm here with my co-host, Chris. Let's go ahead and kick things off with the news about the Sears bankruptcy. And Sears was really one of the early innovators when it came to online retail and mail-order catalogs dating back to the 1800s. So, Chris, I'd love to get your opinion on how Sears got here and what other retailers can learn from this bankruptcy that's just been filed. Sears was Amazon, right? I mean, they were the Sears catalog was revolutionary. Uh, Walmart came about, took market share, Amazon came about, and tens of thousands of new retailers are coming on board every day, doing things differently, offering value to a customer in a way that the customer wants, and not just forcing the old model down the customer's throat. At the end of the day, keep in mind, retailers, it's not about what you do, it's it's what your customer wants. That's yeah. what you need to adjust for. And the customer no longer wants just to have one option in their town to go to and be forced uh, down their throat. So it's a, it's a matter of time. It's, it's interesting. I, I think a lot of people will blame it on Amazon, which will be silly. Uh, in reality, it's just it's a, it's a changing uh, dynamic and there are more options. And when there are more options, the people who aren't giving value to their customers are going to lose. That's as simple as it is. Yeah, and you know what's so funny about this is you touched on it um, briefly. Sears was one of the first companies to introduce a you know a mail order catalog in the 1800s. So it seems like back then they were really really trying to bring something new and innovative to their consumers that their consumers obviously needed. And now they've shifted away from that. So you know they're calling it the retail apocalypse. Uh, I don't think brick and mortar retail is going anywhere, but it is changing. So you see things like pop up shops. You know, happening now with um, even online store owners starting brick and mortar retail shops. So, you know, like Chris said, the big takeaway here is that you need to look for what consumers want and what they need. And so you can't get by with the status quo anymore with the way uh, small to mid-sized e-commerce businesses are growing and the way they're attacking these niche markets. You know, as a large retailer, you have to be able to be flexible, versatile, and, you know, not be afraid to take a risk and try, you know, a new software, a new technology, a new sales tactic. You know, interesting thought exercise is the founders of Sears, uh, Sears Roebuck, you know, um, what would they have done today? They wouldn't yeah. have started a catalog business, obviously. Right. I, I doubt they'd be the people who said, let's just keep building stores and, and get these anchor deals with malls. Right. You wonder what they would have done. Yeah. You know, would they have been the uh, Bezoses of the world? Would they have been these guys who would say, hey, this internet is coming and they would have got ahead of it in the 90s? Yeah. I don't know. Would they be using Shopify sites? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> They'd be relying on overseas manufacturing and, and arbitrage. But they were hustlers back in their day. They did brilliant things, and they yeah. they owned retail for a significant period of time. Uh, I, I wonder if that's something, whereas in a boardroom you say, what would the founders have done? What got us here? Yeah. And, and not the actual methods, but what's the thinking that got us here? Right. And that's really the value that the company has. It's the thinking and, and the actions they took, not just the methods that they got there. Uh, so I guess my advice would be, if you're growing, if you're stalling, if you're struggling, if you're in any any stage, think about the good days, what got you there, and don't just replicate the actual thing that got you there. Replicate the thinking that went behind it. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, you have to keep that that disruptive mindset, you know, to bring the new thing out there. And that's just, you'll, you'll find that common mindset across all of the people, you know, at the top levels of Walmart, Amazon, eBay, whatever company it is, they'll have that same mindset where they're looking for new innovative ideas and not just sticking with the same old, same old. 
I think that's solid. I, I did want to uh, talk about a couple other things. One is user feedback. Last week I was wrong in saying Google Glass. It is Google Lens is the technology <laughs> on Pixel 3 that enables people to pick up uh, products around them and uh, in notable locations. So thank you for the correction. Uh, plenty of people gave that feedback, <laughs> funny enough. Uh, other than that, we had a great uh meet up this week with the Fisher brothers, Elliot and Dustin. They own a number of brands, but these guys are, are really folks who look at the market and see where there's opportunity and build into that opportunity. So they have Clothe Ohio, which is really about uh, a here brand. So a local Ohio brand and things that have to do with Ohio. And that's really one of the places they got their start. They also have Donkey Tees, which is trend-setting uh, brand. They sell on multi-channels. Uh, specifically, Amazon is one of the larger ones for them. They gave some amazing feedback, and including a, an insight that I won't give away, but I will tease a bit. They have a way to sell on Amazon and get that prime standing without having to go all in on FBA. And I thought that was such fantastic advice they gave to this group. And uh, really cool to see these entrepreneurs. And they've been around since 2006. So they're by no means a startup. They are guys who are just in it and always learning, always doing things aggressively and really building these amazing brands that have loyal customer bases and, and have a lot of traction. So it was, it was really fun to hear from those those two. Yeah, definitely a great event. So you know, if you're a, if you're in e-commerce, interested about e-commerce, or you're just an entrepreneur in the Columbus area, you know, find us on the meetup meetup.com, Columbus e-commerce group. Check out our next event. Awesome. Well, that's all I have. Myron, anything else from you? No, I think we covered everything. So we won't be having a meetup in November, guys. But as I mentioned, check out the meetup.com page to uh, see our upcoming events. And thanks for tuning in to the Columbus E-Commerce Podcast. Cheers. They say I'm crazy when I'm about to go dumb again. They ain't see me because I pulled up in my other bins. Last week I was in my other other bins. All your diamonds up, could we?